Hey, this is Shay, and I'm the host of Overly Misguided. You can follow us at Rise Network, www.risenetworkus.com, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Overly underscore Misguided, and go follow our YouTube, turn on your post notifications, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. She moved out of state and shit that went left. She's seeking forgiveness. She used to dance, but she hey won't guys, and welcome back to episode five of Overly Misguided. I'm crazy. Well, I am crazy. It's crazy to say that this is our fifth episode. Like, yeah, round of applause. Yeah. It's a milestone at this point. Right? I got my amazing producer back there. I got Vinci back on the podcast. Glad glad yes, to see you guys. You know. Glad you're here. <laughs> glad to be back. So, yesterday was my birthday. I turned 23. And I'm excited that, you know, I've made it to 23. A lot of people can't say that. Like, I got to be grateful and thankful that I'm here. And I'm speaking, I'm healthy, and I'm pursuing what I want to pursue. Like, right, exactly. Yeah, Jordan um, year. That's the Jordan year for ex- sure. Exactly. So yesterday, I wrote myself a letter um, to myself to open next year my birthday, and I wrote I wrote a bunch of goals and like things I want to accomplish, and I wrote down how I was feeling in the moment and kind of you know what had happened in that year, and I'm just like I feel like I like released it. And, like, I, I put it out there, and I'm, like, I feel so much better, and I'm so excited that I was able to do that one that day and, like, set that goal for myself. And, like, I have to look forward to that next year to see, like, hey, where am I at? Did I hit those goals? You know, what's going on? And, yeah, I'm just – I'm in a good mood. That's Happy. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so the first topic I just kind of wanted to jump on is um, – our missing person cases, especially when it comes to black people in this country, like our numbers are extremely high. And it's a scary thing when you see that a lot of the stories are pretty similar when it comes to when they find these bodies and a lot of the organs are missing. Um, or stuff with newspaper, like the Kendrick Johnson case. I don't know if you guys heard about that case before. Kendrick Johnson? You've never heard of that case? No, I don't think so. So look, boom, I'm going to tell you this. Exactly. Nah, so... This missing people case has been going on for quite some time, and I I think I, we touched bases on this off off camera recently. But I don't watch the news like it's so much that goes on in the news that like it's too overwhelming. And I've noticed that like my life has been a little bit more positive ever since I haven't been watching the news. So a lot of the um, topics or a lot of the things that's going on in the world I either get from social media, but I'm able to limit how much information I get, you know, whether or not I want to be indulged in that or not. But ever since the, um, I feel like I'm about to butcher her name, but um, she, she, I think she, the, it was in, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking in about? Chicago? Yeah, the girl, yeah, yeah. Remember the, the girl who, um, I can't remember. The hotel ordeal. Yeah. Uh, they got drunk. Um, yeah, and she went into I know who you're talking about. And then her... Um, I can't even think of her name. Her organs are missing. Exactly. Yeah. But ever since then, I knew, okay, yeah, something's going on with this. Black people specifically missing, and then organs end mm-hmm. up missing, you know, once the body is found ordeal. So ever since that situation, I was like, yeah, this is, this is it's, interesting for sure. It's a real-life get-out type of situation, like... Since the beginning of time, black people have been treated a certain way. Our mm-hmm. bodies have been exhumed from the ground, the mummies, and eaten by Europeans for some sort of spiritual cleansing. And in the movie Get Out, they take the body parts, they take the brain, the consciousness, and put it into someone else's body, but in a black body. Like, the symbolism behind that, if you're not picking that up, um, Wake up. <laughs> you need Please. to really see what's actually going on here. Like... For us to find so many missing black bodies without their organs or without their, even their uterus is yeah. missing. Yeah. And it's like, who are these body parts going to? Mm-hmm. And for what reason? And why are specific black people being targeted? Yep. It's definitely scary, for sure. Just off the fact of, you can't, you can't even enjoy life. Like, um, just the situation, she was at a party you know, at a at a hotel party, and boom, drunk night. Now you in a hotel freezer. It's like okay, that's odd. But it's been numerous times we've been out. You know, we we go out. We 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 have our our fun time. It's like dang, can this be a situation mm-hmm, where right. we end up missing? Like, right. and for me specifically, like I work for Amazon. You know, doing the delivery driving and everything like that. So I be in these 
white ass neighborhoods like in far far land you know with these dirt roads and all this stuff and now that you know winter time is approaching get darker late late later or earlier than um how it is now it's like i mean i, I definitely have that you know thought process in the black in the back of my mm-hmm. mind like okay like you have to as a black person you yeah. always feel like you got to watch your back because it's like we're constantly being targeted so it's like I'm not really safe anywhere but my home. And even then, I'm not actually safe because mm-hmm. at any time of the day, I could be accused of this, this crime and thrown up and locked locked in jail, thrown away, the key thrown away. Like, yeah. this stuff really confuses me because they despise of us mm-hmm. in so many different ways. Like, they don't really rock with us, but they want to be us. Um, and I guess the more we go into this conversation, I'll elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. But it's just so just nasty it's so nasty and um it's unfortunate you know that's why we have to stay prayed up but then again it's like why us y'all for one tried to take our land and what y'all did and then now y'all want what we was born with Mm -hmm. like I can't even think of taking somebody's brain like that's just weird extremely like, like the ent- it's the entitlement for me. Like, why are you feel like you're entitled to my body parts? Like Shay, yeah, I, I want I want to take your brain, and I'm gonna put it in somebody else's. Like, what like, wh- is that? Don't even sound right coming off. Who comes up tongue. with this type of stuff? I'm like, it's just it's it's like a, I feel like it's an ownership type thing. That's like ingrained in some of these people, like that because that's what happened in history. Our aunt, their ancestors owned our ancestors, so it's like. That 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 blood, your ancestors' blood is in you. My ancestors' blood is in me. Mm-hmm. We are our ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I hate how people are like, oh, it was so long ago, it was so long ago in the past. I'm like, we are descendants from those people. We carry their DNA. Mm-hmm. And we know by it's scientifically proven that trauma can be passed down through DNA. So what do you think that makes us? We are made up of all that trauma, and it takes us to heal all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, it, it goes deep. And a lot of people aren't ready for those types of conversations. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That's really deep, especially, like, um, I actually, we had went on a trip, me, Jay, and my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in a group conversation, my brother had mentioned, like, it's really possible for a parent to pass down their traumas to their child. So now that you're saying ancestors, just imagine all those people mm-hmm. that this one thing, and we say trauma, but it's really just generational, they say curses. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like really messed up. And it's like now us, we have to, as 23, I'm 22, mm-hmm. have to deal with that and have to carry that and like figure it out. Like, how do I get rid of something that I don't even know I even have? Exactly. Like, how do I even, I can't even tell you what it is. I just know it makes me cry and upset. So, you know, it's it's just interesting. I don't, I don't know. I've never been able to put my finger on that. And that's why I say it's so hard to explain your, your plight as a black person because you can explain it to your blue in the face, but it's like until you've walked my walk, until you've, like, been in my literal shoes and seen my experience through this world, you don't have a right to tell me how I should feel as a black person in America. Yeah. You have absolutely no right. Yeah. Hmm. Or you can't tell me how much money I can make, but you're mm-hmm. giving this white man 17, but you told me I can only make 15. Mm-hmm. You know, that too. It, it's so much. And it's like, I wonder, when is it going to stop? I actually was having a conversation with one of my friends on Saturday, and we were saying, like, what if one year they raised the dollar of the minorities and lowered a dollar of the whites. Mm-hmm. And then we thought about it like that probably will never happen because then we'll be equal. Exactly. And they don't want to be equal. Mm-mm. They want to have some type of entitlement, like we said, or some type of power. But my thing is, why you don't just want to have power over what you have? Like, why do you have to have power over what someone else's have? Like, exactly. That's just, you know, they're they're like masterminds, Robert. Like, you know, they... Mm-hmm. they I don't know. It's just there's still family because think about it. I know um, cotton, tobacco, um, sugarcane, all that stuff back then was worth at that time millions of dollars. Since now in today's dollar, that is now trillions and trillions of dollars. 
that the U.S. controlled. The U.S. was built off all that. If you didn't know that, that's what that's how the U.S. got built off the backs of our ancestors. That's truth right there. Um, there are still families who are rich off that money. I don't think people understand that. There are white families that live in America that are still rich off the unfortunate trauma and the awful shit that was done to our ancestors. That shit is sick. That money still generates. To this day, yeah. Wow. That is crazy. You would think, like, after, like, you reach the 1900s and the 2000s mm-hmm. that eventually the money had cut off, but I guess it was just, like, a long-term Long investment. Term. And that's just so really fucked up. Like, a lot of these companies, like I learned Wells Fargo, used to um, hold slaves as money. Oh, no. I, yeah. Like, well, what the fuck is that? If you bank at Wells Fargo, <laughs> you don't... Right. Yeah, right. I never thought of that. Your money. <laughs> wow, I'm learning something, yeah. y'all. Look, I'm over here like, <laughs> like for real? The stuff, that, <laughs> the stuff that I read, I get... is crazy, and I... What makes me upset is like I try to explain this to some some white people and it's like they think I'm trying to be mean or racist or try to Bring make them, them feel bad. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm teaching you what you've never been told before right. because that's why they're trying to get rid of critical race theory in schools because they don't want the truth about the awful nasty that your grand your granddaddy and grandma did to our people. They want to boil slavery down to oh they were people who worked for free and we didn't beat them or anything we just you know slapped them on the hand when they got out of line no wow. you ripped them limb from limb yeah, literally there was a lot of um, wild shit that i've heard that you know that um slave masters used to do just to not even on a sense of physical but mental just degrade degrade the black man and degrade especially in front of like their kids just so they can have the the um, the image of okay this person is reigning over me mm-hmm. so like, they take that dominance yeah like, like when they have book breaking camps yeah like th- that shit was wild and they'll do it in front of their their family just so they can know hey I'm running this shit right. and it's like down like the just that low that low of of thought process that they have for us but now in mm-hmm. today's society it's like oh my goodness we we low-key cherish you guys. It's just we, we don't know how to tell you guys. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. Like, it's so wild to me. And <laughs> exactly. I remember, like, growing up, once I moved out to, like, uh, West Bloomfield and stuff like that, and I was in the suburbs, I really, like, would wonder. Like, it would kind of, not even the sense of, I like, I wanted to be white for a day, but it was more so what in the 24 hours of, of a, of a white person, like, what do they, what do they do? Like, how, how does that, like, for me, I know, like, as a black man, kind of like my life is kind of lit. Like I can Mm -hmm. going over friend's house or whatever, like that. I enjoy my 24 hours, but like, what do they do? Like, I don't know. I've always been like, kinda, what is their walk through life? Yeah. Like, like, okay. I wake up, I, I shower. Do I use a rag? Do I don't use a rag? Yo, there was like, a whole TikTok about, about that. Like how they were saying like white people didn't use rag. They just use like they a don't. bar of soap. And yeah. I was like, they do. They don't use rags. From the moment we came out of our mother's room, they our moms used rags on us to clean Literally. us. You feel me? <laughs> like just a lot of stuff. Like for me, I, I, I would go to the gas station. I would get an Arizona tea. They, mm-hmm. They'll probably, the first thing they got to do is get a, a Starbucks coffee or something. Mm-hmm. Like, what is a day in the life for them? What do they watch? Like, what is, the, like, mm-hmm. certain things like that. I was just very intrigued to know just just so I can, I mean, I knew that I enjoy my life, but I was also curious to know just, like, how they're curious to know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, it's like, okay, are, you, are y'all lives boring? Or, like, what makes y'all so intrigued with what we're doing to the fact that you guys want to... just got the flavor over uh, here. I guess it, so, sauce. but it's just crazy. It's like... The so sauce is in, it's in us. They right. can't... They can't... <laughs> the fact that they can't admit that or they can't... It's like they, they don't feel pride. like... Yeah, the pride is just crazy to me. Yeah. I mean... Wait, pride in what? Their pride, like oh, you know, their pride. Sorry, period. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Just the, like how they feel towards My us. It's, 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 it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> I don't understand Duh. that. Like I can under. Okay, so like I saw this thing on Twitter. It was like saying how like you have white people and then you have white people that are white people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's obviously there's a difference. There's those yeah. white people who obviously aren't racist and understand. What's going on? And then you have those racist white people who are like, they just hate black people for no yeah. reason. Like, yeah. you, 
Because what's the reason? It's like a Karen and a Britney. Like, Britney is so sweet, uh-huh. welcoming. Uh-huh. And then Karen is like, fuck you. Like, no, literally, like, you're get in out my of here. parking spot. Like, what? We're <laughs> at Target. <laughs> you're like, you cut me in line. Like, what are you lying for? Yeah, so definitely. Oh, God. We got, we just got way off topic. That was good, though. Um, oh, my God. Something that I wanted to talk about was self care. I don't know why I got so far away. Um, so. For me, self-care is, like, my skin and my hair and, like, what I wear and stuff like that. And I learned that with, you know, taking care of yourself, you, you're more confident. You look more beautiful. You're glowing. Like, you're just in your – you're in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to go over, like, some questions I kind of ask myself, like, when I'm in those moments where I'm trying to be more conscious and, like, be in the moment. Um, how do I feel in this moment? What do I crave in life? What makes me the happiest? Um what are some positive things in my life? What am I thankful for? What brought me joy today? What am I putting off? And what's making me feel down? Mm-hmm. So I kind of try to go over those things to like see where I'm at, I guess. So what are some questions that I feel like you guys like things that you kind of try to keep up with yourself on, like when it comes to like self-care or just questioning yourself as a person, trying to get to know yourself better. Okay. Um, I'll say somebody who sees something in me that I don't see in myself. So I'll say stuff like, what do, like, what do they see in you that you don't see in yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, Because not going to lie, like I've been battling some real like things and um, emotionally and it's just random as fuck. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's like, I had to keep saying that today. I woke up this morning. What do what do they see? Or I said, God, like, what do God see in me that I don't see in myself? And um, me, like, analyzing my brain, analyzing, like, my thoughts, analyzing, you know, my my uh, subconscious thoughts, that's a part of my self-care because mm-hmm. I'm able to understand, like, okay, this is what's going on. Okay, I have to do this to get there. I have to, like, me, um, with all of that, you know, I even like to light a candle. That's a part of my self-care. Um just sit there. Like, I like complete silence sometimes. Like, just sit there. Just soak up the energy in a room. Like, you know, if it's good energy, soak it up. If it's bad energy, try to push it out. And um, as far as some more questions, I got to keep thinking about that. <laughs> I like but, that. Yeah. Especially with, like, being conscious of, like, the energy in a room. Because that can definitely affect you. I'm I'm kind of the same way. I try not to let other people's energies affect me. But sometimes it's hard not to care and I feel like that's something I've definitely worked on for a long time is not caring. Like, I really don't care what people think or say about me. But there's always that 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 voice in the back of your head that tries to get you to, like, analyze that part. And it's like, no, because at the end of the day, you're still you. And it doesn't matter how someone else perceives or takes you because you know you at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah exactly. So no one can come in and dictate who you are in that moment. Right. Right. No matter what you're going through, like... we all go through shit so i mean no literally like i would i swear i want to share some examples but we i don't know we'll see (laughs) (laughs) mr producer what about you i feel like for me um self-care comes into play especially well not that i've reached a certain bracket in my life i've been saying this for a minute um can definitely testify to this but now that I've re- reached a certain bracket in my life I feel like um them days that I have like them off days or whatever I tend to not do shit and that's kind of like my self-care just because it gives me like before days that I had like free time and shit like that I would probably have it set up or schedule what I'm going to do but where I'm at in life, I kind of just go with the flow. And um, I've noticed that life has kind of been better that way just because I'm so structured. I have to be structured just to take care of business nowadays. Um, So the days or the times that I'm able to, I'm more lenient to to do me, I kind of just let let the day go go by just because – my mind is always, okay, at this day, from this time, I'm doing this, and afterwards, I got to do boom, 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 or whatever. I got to pay this bill at this day, and it's like, 
that can be overwhelming um, at, at the end of the day, but it's also a part of growing up. It's part of the adulthood. Um, but also, um, me and D both, we both been talking about how we want to better ourselves, um, not not just for the relationship, but just for each other. Um, like she said, um, I see, I, I always tell her I see something in her. I see, you know, the potential and the lifelong, you know, future that we, we want to, to accomplish together. So seeing from the outside looking in or having that, that person from the outside looking in to tell you, not even trying to change you, but just to tell you, hey, I can see where you, the progress or I can see where you're going or where you're trying to go and uh, trying to help that person out. It's definitely another um, another thing that that's well needed, even though it's called self care. It's cool to to hear the acknowledgement or hear from other people that they see the growth in you, but you also have to set certain standards and set you know certain things that you want to accomplish and and try to reach those those goals just for you as a person. Mm-hmm. So the more older I get, the more I'm realizing shit, man. It's it's crazy because it's like. I remember hearing, you know, these these lessons from our parents growing up, and it's like, ah, uh, yeah, I hear you. You don't mm-hmm. get it. It's not you're not part of this generation, so things change. But it's like, even though it's true, like things can, it could be the same game, just different players, yeah. basically. At the end of the day, so a lot of things that you know become reality in my life. You know, I hear I've already heard those lessons, but. It's something different when you actually witness it firsthand. It's like, okay, now I know how to move. So I think just the self-care aspect of just, for me, is just letting letting life take its course. Like, if, if you know what's in your best interest and you believe in, once again, faith, have that faith in whatever you believe in, but me having that faith in God that he got it, boom, you're straight. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's just me. 100%. 100%. Um, and I think it's good for you guys as a couple that y'all communicate that type of stuff to each other because I feel like in our generation, that's very rare. It's hard to find two people that are smart. They can come together, have that conversation, know that they're both healing or going through whatever they're going to, but they're doing it together because they, they want something together and they see a good outcome. And it's like a lot of people nowadays just playing games. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you playing games for me for? All day. Like, All day. Right. Ooh, I don't even want to get into that. Right. We, look, we, we on self-care right we now. We talking about positive. Exactly. <laughs> um, but back to, like, self-care. Um, yeah, I literally just said that. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> That's I'm so okay. sorry. That's okay. um, but I just want to talk about, like, the trauma aspect of self-care. Because, like, it is hard to talk about those things. You're like, what you've been through. And heal from it. Because in order to do that, you have to feel it. Like, you have to feel, relive that memory almost. And put yourself back in that position to understand every perspective, I guess, any way it could have turned out differently. Or it could, you know, understanding that the way it is is the way it is. And that happened. And you have to move on. You have to. For yourself. Not for anyone else, but for you first. And then I think it forgiving other people comes after that. But it's... First, it's for you and understanding what happened to you or what situation you were in. Um, and understanding your perspective first. Everyone else comes last. It's all about you first. Because at the end of the day, all you really have is you. When you wake up, go to sleep, it's you. You're all alone in your head by yourself. Unless you're schizophrenic. And you, got, you got a few <laughs> others in there, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, okay. Different story, man. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. But, no, in all honesty, the trauma aspect of mm-hmm. certain situations i feel like i don't know it there's there's things okay boom prime example me and d might have some type of disagreement on something or whatever and uh, we going back and forth about something there's been times where i would you know draw away from the conversation reflect on how i feel and there's been times where i tell her like okay I feel like this because it stems from these past situations. And I feel like having conversations like that because, I mean, I've I've known known D since we've been in middle school. 
Yeah. So we we got history. This is this is my homie. This is my my little my little mini oh my me. God. Yeah, he wanted. <laughs> but you feel me? There, there there was time away from each other. I went off to college, you know, and she was doing her type, you know. So to come back and and into each other's uh, lives. I mean, we was always communicating, but to be back like serious again, it's like, okay, our absence, you know, there's been these things that's been going on. So it's not, it's not even a situation of like, we sit down and just talk about everything, but there's been times where a situation would occur and it's like, okay, she would probably go from zero to a hundred real quick. As opposed to me, I'm probably laid back about the conversation. So I'm confused of her energy but then afterwards, we'll come together and we'll, okay, this stemmed from boom, boom, boom. So now, moving forward, I know not to say certain things or I know not to do certain things because it might trigger her from past issues. It's not even me personally. It's just overwhelmed of X, you know, situations that was going on in the past. So that's that's the another thing, part of maturity, I feel like, for me, like realizing certain things like, okay, not everything is because of you. There, there's, there's things that go on in people's lives that make them who they are. Facts. So you have to understand that. And if you really rock with a person, you have to support and understand what's going on with them and move accordingly. So I feel like that's just a part of maturity, especially if you're if you're doing it with someone. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're bonding with someone, and that's you know the thing that y'all doing, you got to understand all around the board with, you know, with that person. So You have yeah. to. I mean, that's all a part of, like, being in a cohesive relationship is understanding the other person, understanding their plight. They're going through something, you're going to be going through something right. because that's your partner and you're going to have their back regardless, you know. Right. And then right. that's good. So I want to touch on a little bit of what you said with the trauma and the self-care. Mm-hmm. So honestly, me speaking for me, and this is just – uh, my personal side um when it comes to reliving traumatic situations or a period of time that I just didn't like in life that has always been so hard for me oh my god because for one I'm a Pisces I'm extremely emotional so right when I think of the first thing it's like tears from there like it's not even I can't think of nothing else it's literally just like miserable but now that I feel like I'm taking, you know, my relationship pretty serious, and um, he is as well. So I feel like now I'm like, okay, I have to change. Mm-hmm. I can't keep holding on this baggage. It's like it's dead weight, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like if I keep holding on to it, I'm I'm going to be the same 22-year-old mm-hmm. when I'm 40, and I don't want to be that. Yep. You know, I want to take what I went through, analyze it, remember what happened, so that next time it won't happen again, mm-hmm. or so that I can teach my daughter that, you know, I mm-hmm. want to be able to say, like, look, okay, you're going through this. I can already tell her this is how you get through it. Like, before it even happens, this is how you handle it. Yes. Because, you know, it's just like, I don't know. I, I just know that has been a really hard thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's probably why I probably held on to so many things in life, is because it's like, I hate remembering old stuff I hate thinking about it it's like when it's over with I put it deep down in that subconscious and I'm like okay it's over with and then when something or a song or you know like you anything trigger you somebody can just say hey the wrong way like, like what the fuck you mean no I'll tell you to this day I'll get like a whiff of something and it smells like somebody and I just get angry it's, it's like I'm over it but like I, I still have those very small triggers and I'm like Ooh. yep yeah, it takes time. Time is of the essence. Yes. And so I think that's what part of being like an adult and growing up is like you have to move on from your trauma. You can't hold on to it because then you project it on other people. Yeah. And nobody's going to be want to be around you if you're like projecting and like you're just so angry, baby, f- bitter for your 40 year old. Because I feel like we have a lot of bitter adults running yeah. around here. Yeah. Just angry and just miserable with their own lives. So they start stuff with other people. So mm-hmm. it's like. And that's the worst thing. I feel like you can't you can't be in a relationship when it's one person that feels, you know, mighty and grand about themselves, and then the other person don't don't like you can't you can't 
unless you you see that person, you see the 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 growth in that person, you want to help that person with that. But like, it's not gonna work because if you and you you have this one type of energy going on, right? It's positive, it's boom, boom, boom. And then the other person has this down negative energy, boom, boom. That's gonna eventually somebody gonna be drained. Somebody gonna have something where now their energy is drained because either they had to compensate for you know the other person or vice versa. So I feel like you have to. Y'all both have to be there. Y'all both have to see the vision to for it to work out. If if it's not there across the board for both of y'all, it's not going to work. It, it can't. It just can't. Mm-mm. That's a hell no right. across the board. No go. Uh, <laughs> so something, I don't know, this just popped into my head, and I really wanted to talk about this, is ghosting. So... I want to talk about it. I like, I want to know you guys' ghosting stories. Have you ever ghosted someone? Like, let's say you went on, like, a date, and you thought it was going to be all that, and it's like, never talk to this person again. Or it's like, you have, like, a situationship, and you just, like, dip. You just block them. I'll let D go first. Mine's don't be that crazy, but I feel like for her, it's probably more intense. Oh, shoot. Okay, well, I actually was in a relationship Mm -hmm. uh, for about a year think i don't know i was young anyways um i was in a relationship and it was cool and then like i started to notice weird really 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 weird stuff going on like weird stuff and then i ended up getting messages from exes like oh he's still bae whatever blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like yeah and i'm like okay all right bet so i'm playing my role you know mm-hmm. just oh hey bae like you know i'm playing saying stupid nothing. so stupid like, and I was already young, so he probably just thought I was just so naive, whatever. He was an older guy, whatever. So he ended up going to jail. And you know, when guys go to jail, who they going to call first? Not they mama, because she ain't got shit for them. Mm-hmm. They going to call their girlfriend. So he called me, and um, I probably talked to him for probably the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I'm like, is you trying to yell for me? Yell at me from a jail cell, boy? Yeah, that, don't get that was literally the ice on the cake. I I definitely do not deal with him. I have not dealt with him. Had heard from him, seen him. I don't even know family doing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, that shit. And I think actually, um, when he did get out, he did try to reach out to me through his mom. Yeah. So now it's kind of funny. Behavior. Right. No, and he was probably still is. But anyways. <laughs> But, no, it's just so funny to me. Like, I don't know. I, I think people just think that you're obligated to keep them in your life. And just because we shared a time or we shared love or whatever. Yeah. It was kitty love. Now I look back at it. But it's kind of like we shared something okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's over And with. move on. Like, I dated a little jailbird before. He never. Was so, what's y'all experience with that? Like, because I, I, I never, <laughs> I never dealt with somebody from the jail cell. So, like, um, I know for females, probably more easier. But, man. well, I was eighteen. He was twenty six. I was dumb as fuck. Look, oh my gosh, <laughs> I was eighteen too. That shit so crazy. That, that's just, just a period in your life. Okay. See, it's some older. T- it's because they know you're you're easy to manipulate. You're naive. You just like I literally like just turned eighteen. Okay. Yeah. And. I knew he, like, did, like, little stuff on the side or whatever, but I knew he didn't have, like, a real, real job. But I was going over to his place at the time. He had a roommate. We was doing stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought I was grown. Right. I really did. Right. You giving you shots. You like, hell yeah. (laughs) Like, this man got alcohol over here. He got weed weed. (laughs) He throwing you $20. Um, Like, all right, it's cool, it's cool. (laughs) All right, along. And then he didn't, he, like, lost his car or whatever. And then he tried to get me to get a car in, car in his name. I was in, like, in your name. Yeah, I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I wasn't stupid enough to do that because my parents would have killed me. Oh my god, he oh was trying god. to mess up every like Everything. he would have messed up my um my credit yeah. like a whole bunch of shit. I was like, oh hell no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then he like disappeared for a week. I was like, where the fuck is this nigga at? So something told me to check like Oakland County like jail like whatever. Look at this nigga. <laughs> Look, name. oh my god, he is locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wait, what you mean? Something, something told you to, to oh check Because I was that. just like, <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. Because I thought he ghosted me. I was like, what the Look. fuck? But some, I was like, I really thought he was dead. Like, I was looking at his Facebook. I was like, man, he wasn't right. answering nothing, anything. Nothing. I was like, he's like, he either dead or in jail. Yeah. He was in jail. Yeah. No, look, I left this man a message and I was like, you better be dead or in jail. 
looked on Macomb County. Yep. In, in jail. jail. <laughs> Cause I was like, his roommate ended up like texting me, cause like he his roommate ended up texting me, telling me what the fuck's going on, blah blah blah. I wrote this man a letter. I sent him a picture of me in the letter. Like I was really doing too much. I was like, my bae in jail, blah blah. Yep. blah. <laughs> I gotta run shit. <laughs> Wait, did you buy him some uh, commissary? No, I didn't buy him any commissary. Oh yeah. I just gave him a picture <laughs> and I wrote him a letter. Um, but yeah, he got out. We hung out for like a week after he got out, and then he ghosted me. Dang. Yep. Did he have like a baby mama or something? I didn't know if he had kids or anything. Oh, it was wow. this was like five months of my life, but his roommate was super sketchy. Mm. So I don't know what else is going on. I never heard about any kids. I never heard about another woman. But it is what it is. I learned my lesson. Yeah, no. Nah. Never fuck with a jail nigga. Listen, young ladies out there, whoever's watching this podcast, do not, do not. Nope. If you're giving you those signs. Walk away. Like, it's not worth it. It doesn't matter how much fun you're no. having. They gonna get out and go right back. Mm-hmm. Unless they are really changed men. But that's like, I'm not saying it's not possible. That's a rare commodity. But it's really rare. Like, they, I feel like if you got yourself in such a bad of a position to go to jail, you know, and I'm not saying something petty, like mm-hmm. running a light or being caught drunk in public. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just petty, you know. Mm-hmm. But real stuff, like robbing people and stuff like young ladies, Learn. I mean, like, well, don't learn. Learn from our situation. Right, learn and what we're listen. Telling you right now. What the fuck? You don't want to be that girl. Do not waste <laughs> your time with one of them. No. Um, is that your only ghosting story? Um, an honest ghost. Yeah, like honestly, like everybody, the other people, they just kind of was like, yeah. just stop texting them. I I think I'm I'm definitely that person though that. I wouldn't say I ghosted this person, but I'm definitely one who, when I don't like a situation or something makes me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I definitely just fall back. And my fallback game is like, it's like really scary because when I'm at that point of detachment, mm-hmm. it's like you cannot access me, like in no way. Like you can't even try to charm me the way that you used to, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, so, I mean, the people that I cut off, they definitely feel it. Mm-hmm. They feel it. I have two really good ones, and they kind of go hand in hand because it happened at, like, the exact same time. This is, like, when I was talking to multiple guys, but these were kind of, like, the top two contenders. They were both Geminis. Oh, God. I don't. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, I'm not going to say names because one of them recently was watching my story. I'm like, you don't even follow me, so why are you over here? And the other one still does. Like, we we cool. There's no beef. But he goes to me first. I'm going to say that. But, like. I was with this one on, like, Valentine's Day or whatever, and it was cool, and I was with this one on this day, blah, blah, blah. But, like, this one, I'm going to call him B. B ghosted me first, and I was really hurt because he was, like, he was the one who was really, I was really going to pick him over the other one because I was, like, the way he structured, I like that a little bit better. Like, I could tell, what what month is Gemini? I know they're both Gemini. That's June, I think. June, yep. The whole June or like, cause it's I felt like, cause so they were hard. both Gemini, but they were a little bit different. I think it's like the middle, the oh, end wow. of May, beginning of June. Cause my sister is the June Gemini. Okay. My cousins are June Geminis. So yeah. Okay. Then one yeah. of them was in May and one of them was in June. Cause these dudes, they were similar, but different at the same time. It's like from May 21st to June 20th. So yeah, the end, the end to the, okay. But I really liked B. He had a lot of money. He would always like. Give me gas and stuff like yep. that. He rubbed my feet. I was yep. like, you're so sweet. But then you have these like little red moments where I'm like, mm. Mm. that's a Gemini. That's a Gemini. What's going on, yep. What's going on, Steve? Yep. No, that's for real. Punching shit around yeah, you. Like, like, why are you fuck? punching? God damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> then the other one, he was like, he'd have like a super clingy moments and then he would just be like fucking weird. Weird how? Just, we'll, we'll make it weird. <laughs> He had like how he had a lot of girly mannerisms. Oh, um, so God. I don't really like that type oh, of stuff. Shit. And then, no. personally, that's not my preference. I know that some people like stuff like that. Mm-mm. But he would like point his toes and shit, and just like oh, point his toes, <laughs> like oh, what at ass shit. Like what do you mean? No, like, <laughs> like point his toes, like, like a baller, like ballerina oh. type. Shit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait. So you like you? We would just, just walk be like chill it. We would just be like chill it. He would just, just do some weird shit, and like oh, I'm, I'm like stretch out and point his toes. Stuff like that, or oh like God. <laughs> the way he would just like move and stretch was very just like feminine, feminine. Okay. Um, 
Well, and I know I'm a very weird person. I do weird shit, but I was just like, this is too much. <laughs> I, <laughs> the way yeah. you did your hands no, was like real. perfect. <laughs> I was just like, I, mm, 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 mm. It's, it was just random. He was yeah. just randomly do that shit. Yeah. And then I just, like, stopped talking to him over, like, a period of time. And then he, like, texted me, oh, I miss you, blah, blah. I didn't say anything. I kind of felt bad, but I was just like, what do I say? I'm not going to be like, yeah, you're kind of girly, so I don't like you. <laughs> right, no, yeah. You just, you can't, like, you can't move from move forward from that. No, I was no. like, um. No. Yeah, I'm not really into the, the feminine guys. Like, I don't really like that. Like, mm-hmm. I need somebody who's going to, like. Tell me to sit the fuck down. Right, I'm like, acting up. Like, tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yell at me, though. Say it in a very nice, polite right, way. Right. <laughs> no, sometimes we need it, though. No, like me, I'm, I'm I such a crybaby. I'm like, if you, yell, <laughs> if you yell at me, I'm done. I've checked out of the conversation. I don't fuck with you anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I need it because I I go on and on and on. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, Davinci or Vinci, whatever mm-hmm. y'all want to call me. Shut the fuck up, Vinci. But I just can't. <laughs> like, that other side is, like, so powerful. And uh-huh. I'm like, okay, say something. Because if you don't say something, I'm going to keep going on and on and on. So I need it. I've been needing to sit down because I'm a little extra. Oh. Facts. <laughs> it's cool. I enjoy it. <laughs> so um, something else I want to talk about real quick. Um, so summer – Summer Walker's, uh, I can't even talk. Summer Walker's dropping her new album, mm-hmm. Eleven. Is it Eleven Five? I think she released her song, "That Bitch Your Ex." That bitch is your ex for a reason. Um, why is that bitch your ex for a reason? Your ex is. Am I saying that right? Does it <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you said why is that bitch your ex for? A yeah, reason? that bitch is your ex for a reason. I want to know you guys' reason. Okay, so like, why I'm somebody's ex. No, why or why? I mean, well, yeah, you guys both broke up. Well, so yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay, wait, on what point of view? Like, on his point of view? Your or, point of view. Like, why? Why is he your ex? It's called ex for a reason. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Thank um, you for the clarification. Okay, wait, so let me understand this. From my problem or his problem? It could be both. It could be, it could be oh, both. Okay, okay. It could be both. All right, so. um, uh, Excuse me. Uh, Let me see. I think. I got exes because my toxic trait, one of my toxic traits is, um, uh, how do I say this? It's like I be, like, living in a fairyland. Mm-hmm. When I get into, like, well, when I used to get into relationships, like, I would be in a fairyland. So I'd be thinking everything is so utopia and so perfect, mm-hmm. and I want it to look a certain way, be a certain way, smell a certain way, but don't realize that that, it's just not gonna happen. So, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's probably why um, I couldn't work with most of these niggas. Cause I just be like, I feel like I just be doing too much, giving too much. Uh huh. And yeah, they can't handle it. So no, literally, like I, I feel all. you on that. I like if I like someone and we're in a relationship, I part of me steps into that wifey role, but I have to tell myself, you have not paid for that package yet. Right. You have not paid for the premium, so I can't give you the <laughs> premium package. You don't have the premium. You have the, what's before premium? The, uh, you have the regular package. The regular. Free trial, more yep. so, if anything. Yeah, it is. A, damn. That's like a free trial. I'm saying free trial. It's, it's not wait. free. <laughs> not it's free. not free. Yeah, tr- uh, Maybe 30, it's like normal. Normal or, or. The regular trial. Regular. Whatever. Regular. You downloaded the Standard's app. trial. <laughs> yeah, standard trial. <laughs> so you downloaded the app and you have to pay for the extra right. you know, packages on the side. Right. Yeah. The premium <laughs> package. Now the premium comes with a lot. So really think about what you what you what you want. Oh my yeah, god, that that's my thing though. I be I be trying to fall in love. Mm-hmm. I gotta work on that. <laughs> no, I, I feel it. What about Shay? Oh, 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 okay, okay. Go ahead. Um, he is my ex because he did too much. Mm. He thought. I, well, okay, I'm not going to say he thought because I was. I was the weak one. And he preyed on my weakness of me not being secure in myself, not loving myself. And he knew that. So he used that to his advantage. Controlled me as a person. And then when I, like, was fed up and I really, like, thought about that shit, I was just like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I know my words. Dip the fuck out. You're my ex because you fucking suck. Right. Fuck you. I feel like she my ex because 
she wanted something that I couldn't be at that time in my life. I felt like, um, I mean, I was I was in the process of establishing myself, if that makes sense. I wasn't fully there yet. And um, I thought since, okay, I mean, she had things going for her too, but she wanted somebody, I guess, on the tip of, she needed a grown-ass man, like somebody that, that had a house, was in a couple of months thinking of marriage type shit, and I wasn't even in that, I didn't even have a lot of stuff going for me yet. I was establishing those things that I needed to do uh, as a young man. So, I mean, I I don't know if she has, she has no contact for me, but I, I bet she'd probably be sick now if she, if she saw how I was living, but... Oh, oh your bitch was exactly. Yeah. I mean, just 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 <laughs> life. Life completely went one eighty for sure. And I remember, you know, thinking like at that time, like, okay, I wanted a serious relationship again. But it's just funny because it's like you think that that one thing is is gonna go one way, but God completely one eighty the situation. It's like, oh, now I'm back with someone that I actually wanted to be with for the rest of my life. So it's like, Aww. I don't know. It's cool. That's good. It's good when you, like, you find that person. Because right now, the guy I'm with, I definitely feel like this is my person. Like, I know it because it, it has God in it. God is involved in this relationship. And before I felt like it was, I felt like, you know, the man before I prayed for him. But that man was my lesson. I prayed, and God was like, you know what? Before I give you the man that you deserve, I'm going to teach you what you don't deserve. And I need you to learn this lesson first. Before you step into that right man who is also on the same path as you. Right. So yeah. I was like, boom, that's that's the biggest difference in what I've noticed. I'm like, I feel like God has a bigger discernment over my life now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm able to see, I don't want to say, what's, what's the word? I'm able to see what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing it. And I'm following the path now. Yeah. I feel you. That is so crazy. Like, I really do. Because I, I definitely am connected as well, like, relationship with him actually is what's teaching me what I need to know now I didn't I didn't know I had to have a relationship with God I didn't think that was important but now I'm like I need a fucking relationship yeah because like no for real like not even to cuss but that's just re me being real like you need that relationship because everything in your life is shaped from that relationship mm -hmm. the good the bad the lessons you know, the challenges, the abundance, everything is shaped from that. And I feel like when you have someone who sees that like you, even if y'all don't understand it all the way, that's mm -hmm. okay. Y'all still learning. We grow. We grow. Um, but I feel like if you're able to have that person that, you know, got you, that's your person. Like, I wouldn't look no further. Mm -hmm. Like, unless a sign came up where you like, okay, red flag, red flag. Mm -hmm. But, you know... That's your person. Exactly. So. Even in those little things that, like, irritate you about them, you just feel like, you know what, that's a part of them, so I love them for it. Right. Like, you're able to compromise, like, and you're very understanding because you, you do love that person. So it's like, you know what, we're going to grow together, we're going to do this. Um, yeah. Compromise and consistency, I've noticed, so. is, is kind of like the two main things that I, I want to work on, and I say it's a big part of a relationship. Being able to compromise with that person that you're with, because not everything's gonna go your way, mm -hmm. not everything's gonna go their way. So you have to be able to come to some middle ground between each other, so y'all can understand. Okay, hey, this is how a relationship about to work. It's fifty fifty. So <clears throat> that and then being consistent. I I was just talking to D about this what, yesterday, as far as certain things that I want to be consistent in as far as me and in the relationship. So um, I said, what, Sunday dinners is a thing. Um, oh, that's beautiful. Praying every every morning, every night before we go to sleep is another thing. Um, just little things that, going to the gym, uh, just little things that we said, okay, just to help us better ourselves and better each other. Because um, that's one of the things... Uh, when it comes to being an adult, you have to be consistent in certain things and certain things that you're going through in life. Um, so just having those things or certain things that you're doing that's a um, consistent thing that will help you in later on in the future, basically. Yes, so. 
And I feel like, like another part of that is like the person I'm with makes me like not want to be a hoe. And I know that's yes. <laughs> no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> no, yeah, that's but good. like this person, like I want to be loyal to him. I'm not saying I couldn't be loyal before, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like other people always made me have those thoughts of like, what else is out there? What else can I find? But I'm like, no, I have it. I'm good. I'm good. You putting mm-hmm. it down? I'm picking it up. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> it's working. It's working. You know what right. I mean? But no, it's all about finding, finding that right person. Yeah. That's big. I feel you on that. Like, I'm not really a cheater or anything, but you definitely, if you're not with your person or with a, somebody mm-hmm. that you actually fuck with, I feel like you're definitely going to wonder. You're going to, like, you may not lay down with somebody, mm-hmm. but you're definitely going to hit that nigga back in the DM and be like, well, I mean, you can come up, can up come here, over. meet me here, because he ain't he going to be at work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so many things, but, like, I don't know, when you find, or when love find you, really, um, when love find you, I feel like everything, your whole world, yeah. just everything changes. Like, you glow better. You know, your skin's so much clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. You can work better, you know. You can be a better daughter, be exactly. a better friend, you know, just knowing you have that security and that you that's your peace. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm big on that right now. Like, yeah. with Jay, I keep telling him, like, we have to, no matter what we go through, let's try to get back to being each other's peace. Because if I'm going to work and I'm working hard and I'm stressed out at work, mm-hmm. when I come home, I need you to be like, right. Literally. I don't need you to be like, ah, what, what are we doing? And you know what I'm saying? I don't need all that. So not right now in my life. Uh-huh. So. No, I, I get that. Like, JP, he's my peace. <clears throat> like, when I go over to his place, it's just like, he's so calm, cool, and collected. It's like, he's like rubbing me, like making me feel all good and stuff like that. And it's like, he's bringing me like that comfort that I need to relax and like take the ease off. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm thinking about him in that moment and, you know, like. What yeah. are we about to do? I love that. No, literally. I do. All right. Um, that's it for this podcast. Thank you for coming on again, Vinci. I will definitely <laughs> re- You're going to be a character on this yes. on this podcast. Because, yes. like, the conversations we have, it's always amazing. It's always a good time connecting and talking. And we have that couple aspect because I don't know if you guys have picked up on it. Producer Jay and Vinci are t- together. So... <laughs> We have an aspect if we have like couple questions and stuff like that, like we could ask you guys some questions about that. So thanks for tuning in. This was episode five, Lovely Misguided, and peace.